All right, everybody, how we doing today? Wherever you are at, good morning, good night, or good evening. Welcome to episode five of the Truth First Missions podcast, Biblical Prophecy in Light of Current Events. Given the state that we're in right now as a society, as a nation, as a world at large, we want to bring to you the truth of God's word and what's happening around us. So we are not caught unawares. So we are not caught off guard. And we know the direction we're heading. Now, last Friday, the famous uh, court case Roe v. Wade was overturned in the Supreme Court. Now, I don't want to rain on anybody's parade, but this, this, this did not, this did not overturn abortions in the United States. This was a constitutional matter, and it actually was given over back to the states. That's what the Supreme Court did in that ruling. So this is not abolishing abortion, though I wish it were, but it's not doing that. The Supreme Court just gave the states the power and the right through their state legislatures to pass abortion laws locally. Now it's going to be up to the voters within that state to vote whether they want that in that state or not. Now there's already many states right now that are abolishing abortion. And there's other states that are doubling down and really ramping up and really bringing awareness to what they call women's rights and a violation of women's rights. This is going to be a two-episode podcast uh, with tomorrow uh, having the second episode in back of this one. But human life is precious. And it goes beyond a scientific fact. Human life, as God ordained it, is something sacred. It's something that it's still a mystery to us. While we can explain some of it scientifically, of how a, how a baby is formed in a mother's womb, we can't really understand the full intricacies of that. But God has a plan for every human soul and every human being that's going to come into this earth, that's going to come on planet earth through a mother's womb. Imagine this. Imagine if a person like Thomas Edison would have been aborted. Mm -hmm. Imagine if Abraham Lincoln would have been aborted. Imagine if you would have been aborted or if I would have been aborted. You see, this is where abortion goes many of the time. We've probably aborted as a society the next inventor, the next president. The next minister, somebody that can affect change in society, somebody that could do something positive for society. And when we kill children in the womb and we give them no right to live, we just abort our country's destiny. That's the fact. The fact is that 
abortion is not women a woman's right. A small percentage, a small percentage of heinous acts, whether it's rape, incest, things of these, uh, things of this nature, which are very heinous, sinful acts, evil acts, committed by family members, criminals. These are very small percentages of why women are choosing abortion. The majority, the majority of women choosing abortions are women that are having sex in uncommitted relationships, whether they're dating or in a boyfriend-girlfriend setting, and having children with people that they're not committed to. Men do the same, having sex with women that they're not committed to. And when a child is made with sexual union, obviously, they both, or one of them, wants to abdicate the responsibility and for the sake of convenience will sacrifice up that child, that life, that human soul that God has a plan for, for the sake of convenience or the sake of economic salvation, a form of this is inconvenient for me so I can't afford this child. Many people, many people have gone through this. Now, there's redemption from the sin of abortion, which is murder, whether for a female or for a male that was pushing a female to get an abortion. There's redemption in Christ Jesus for this. So this is not to condemn anybody, but know that we have to speak the truth in love. This is murder. And we are very comfortable in this society with murder and the shedding of innocent blood. And we have to be very careful not to provoke God to judgment. God is a judge. He's a forgiving God. He's kind and full of mercy, but he's also a righteous, holy God. And he does chastise countries. He does chastise people if they keep disobeying him. And they're shedding innocent blood. That's the worst because that child in the mother's womb does not have a chance to live out its God-given life. See, God has our numbers. God has our days numbered. God has a plan for each and every individual that's going to come into this world. And we're going to go into the background of why abortion is a popular thing. But you have even women right now really fighting, fighting for this right to kill their children. It's popular not to have children. There was a protest I'll go into this very quickly. There was a protest, I believe, in Phoenix, Arizona, where a woman brought her kids. And she had a sign saying, this is why we should allow abortion. And she had her two kids there. Literally, they're, they're standing. They're alive. And she's basically telling the world, this is why you should have abortion, an abortion, because they're inconvenient to me. My life is harder because of them. And those two children... Young children, they look like maybe six, the ages between ages of six to maybe ten. There was two of them, two young boys. Do you know the type of rejection that those those two boys are gonna deal with in their life? That's evil. That's evil for a child, or excuse me, for a parent to pass that along to their child. This is how God the Lord Jesus Christ, the creator, 
This is how he views us when he's forming us in our mother's wombs. I want to read quick verses to you before we stop this podcast. And the first verse I want to open up with is Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. He says, before I formed you in, your, in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. That's Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. Before I knew you, before I knew you, I consecrated you. I formed you in your mother's womb. Isaiah chapter 49 verse 5. Look what he says here. He says, and now the Lord says, he who formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him. And that Israel might be gathered to him. For I am honored in the eyes of the Lord. And my God has become my strength. And the beginning of the verse starts with. And now the Lord says. He who formed me. In my mother's womb. He who formed me. The Bible is riddled. Riddled. With verses. How God. Forms us in our mother's womb. It says here. In Psalms 139, verse 16, you saw, your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. Even when that baby is not fully formed yet, and it's just a conceptual the conception of life when it's just forming in the mother's womb. Psalms 139, God's word confirms that his eyes are on an unformed substance. There's a soul there that's being created. This is how serious God looks at us. This is how sacred human life is to the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to read this last one before we... Uh, Conclude this podcast and we'll continue with episode five, or excuse me, episode six, where we can discuss the spiritual context behind abortion. What really is behind it? The spirit behind it. Let's continue reading here. It says here in Isaiah 49 1, listen to me, O coastlands, and give attention, you peoples from afar. The Lord called me from the womb. I'm going to repeat that again. The Lord called me from the womb. From the body of my mother, he named my name. The Lord called me from the womb. From the body of my mother, he named my name. That means that the Lord knows us before we're even born. For people to say that there's no verses in the Bible that support life. Or that doesn't come against abortion. They're highly mistaken. They're highly mistaken. Life is sacred to God. He creates it. He's the creator. He's the multiplier. He's the one that brings increase. Folks. We have people fighting. To kill innocent children. Lives. How many lives? How many innocent lives we've destroyed as a society and God is still able 
and willing to forgive us if we humble ourselves and understand that it's not our way, it's his way. I just read to you three verses in the Bible that confirm that before we're even formed, he knows us. He has his eyes on us. There's a purpose for each soul that comes into this world. And this is why we have to speak the truth. And woe to those pastors, ministers, people in leadership, in church leadership, in Christian leadership mm -hmm. that are not speaking right now. Listen, Roe Ro v. Wade, it just got passed over to the states. It's not going to stop abortion in this country. What this country needs is a heart transplant. We need to change the minds of people and the hearts of people through the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's the only thing that's going to do it. What this has caused is chaos and a heightened persecution of the Christian faith and those that hold to biblical, sound biblical doctrine, what they call fundamentalism. I would be labeled a fundamentalist. This podcast would be labeled a fundamentalist podcast. I'm all right with that. Just as they hated Jesus, they're going to hate me and they're going to hate you. The world will hate you. But we know God's will is that life engenders life. And we have people fighting to destroy life. I just read to you three verses that confirm God's heart, his mind, and how he views life in a mother's womb. We'll continue with episode five. Or excuse me, episode six. I keep saying five. But episode six tomorrow and we're going to go into the spirit behind abortion what really is behind it there's a spiritual aspect to this everything there's things that inspire us as human beings there's there's a spirit that inspires people it's not only from the soul but there's a spirit that inspires people and we're going to go into that tomorrow in episode six god bless you hope you enjoyed this episode see you in episode six god bless bye-bye